Welcome to Shadow Work. What the fuck? If you've been thinking, uh, what the fuck is Shadow Work and how does it help me? You're in the right place. This is your go-to podcast that will answer all your questions as well as give you the tools to dig into your shadow so you can set yourself free from the bullshit holding you back and finally start manifesting that juicy as fuck life I know you've been dreaming of. I'm your host, Caitlin Hosking, the shadow work queen and coach to fierce as fuck women who want to heal their shit so they can drop the self-sabotage and take control of their futures. I know shadow work can feel a little bit scary, so if you're new here, don't stress. I'm here to demystify the spook and bring some fun to the heavy. So get ready to learn, cry, laugh, and finally understand why the fuck you do what you do so you can quit playing small and start manifesting those big dreams. So without any further ado, let's jump into this episode. Hello, coaches. I am very excited because... The day this episode comes out is the day that Shadow Alchemy certification is officially enrolling. And this is for our April cohort. So the doors will close April the 17th and it's going to be incredible. I have just been launching to the wait list for the last week. We have so many beautiful souls signing up, jumping on board because they're so ready to take their clients into deeper levels and they want deeper understandings of patterns and unconscious things playing out and how to really resolve those from a really beautifully embodied and deep space. So if you have been listening or you love all the stuff I do with shadow work and you are a coach, then make sure you check out the link in the show notes and you can put in all your details and then you'll get a brochure sent to you. It has all the details of shadow alchemy in it. And then you can pay your deposit if it feels really good and you want to save your spot because there are only limited spots left and we are already half filled. And if you are like, I would love to jump on the phone with you first, then you just fill out the application and then you can book a call with me and we can discuss if it's right for you. However, today's episode is all about how you know that your clients need shadow work. Because sometimes it's like, okay, like I hear what you're talking about and I hear the theories and the concepts and all of those things, but we just want like a very obvious, okay, here's the signs. (laughs) And I wanted to give you those five signs today and really take you through five, they're not even really signs, they're like patterns that I see clients running. And these are patterns that I see my clients running and other people's clients that I have mentored in shadow work. And I just see it over and over and over. And this is where I'm just like, these people, 100% will get so much out of doing shadow work. So freaking much. It is going to absolutely revolutionize the way they see themselves, the way they live their life, the way they feel about themselves. Like absolutely everything in their life is going to transform. And when we start to do shadow work with these five types of clients, it's just going to get them so much further than doing basic mindset work and mindset work being like goal setting or just visualization or tapping or, you know, just general coaching questions. It's not going to get them far enough because what's playing out is so fucking deep that we need to go really, really deep. And the shadow work processes that I have created in shadow alchemy allow us to get into the deepest layers to understand, not just from a belief level, because it's not just like, oh, they have a limiting belief. Like, no, they're not the same things. This is like what is actually playing out for this person. And the way that I like to describe this to beautiful humans like you and even my clients, right? Like I always explain, okay, how shadow work can I help you? Because they, it feels scary, right? Like, oh, it's dark and mysterious and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, <laughs> let me explain, okay? 
So when we're only looking at this surface level stuff and we're only using surface level tools, like the mindset tools and all of those things, it's not that we don't need those, right? Like I, Shadow Alchemy is actually using mindset processes, embodiment processes, nervous system regulation, unconscious work. Like it actually takes the best of all the world and puts it into a very easy process to use so the client can understand what they're doing on a psychological level. You can get their ego, you can get their mind on board and you can start to change the pattern through their body. So we're bringing those like the mindset and the body into line. And that's going to decrease the cognitive dissonance between them. So cognitive dissonance being what they say they want and what they actually do in their life. And so that's something we see with clients, right? They come to us and they're like, oh, I want this thing or I want that thing or blah, blah, blah. And then they just do the polar freaking opposite. (laughs) You're like, "Uh, what's going on here? And then we try to do limiting belief work. And it's like, they're just trying to like convince themselves of something else more positive, but they're still like deep down, they feel the same, this, this, the patterns are popping up, maybe not in the exact same way, but they're popping up in other ways. So this is like when you have a wound that needs stitches. Yeah. So this client has their problem and they're saying like, oh, it's this problem. And you're like, okay, let's just like slap a bandaid on it. And the bandaid like might work for a little bit. It stops it from bleeding so much. Like they're, you know, they're living, they're doing the thing, but then like they get tired or they get triggered or like something bigger than what normally happens in their day-to-day life comes and kind of knocks them over. And what happens, it like rips the bandaid off. And so they start like bleeding again. (laughs) They start bleeding again. And and then we go, oh, okay, cool. Like we need to do more mindset work, more mindset work, more mindset work, bandaid, 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 but it's not really solving the fucking problem that that wound doesn't need a bandaid. It needs freaking stitches and disinfectant and some other shit. (laughs) Yeah. And so when you are using shadow work, what you are doing is like, you're helping your client stitch up the wound. You're giving them some disinfectant, which stings, right? Disinfectant freaking stings. And it's going to, it's going to feel hard for a moment, but just like when we put disinfectant on a wound that stops it from festering, that stops it from getting worse in the long run. And then we stitch it up. Yeah, we integrate it. We do that work. And then over time, like it starts to heal. That client starts to do different things and that it just becomes like, yeah, they might be able to see the scar, but the scar isn't like this gaping freaking wound anymore. It's just like, oh yeah, like I know that was there. I've looked at that. I've healed it. It's okay. Cool. Like it's time to move on. So how do you know that your client is bleeding? (laughs) basically from a very deep wound that needs stitches. How do you know that they need shadow work? So sign number one or pattern number one is they have self-sabotage patterns around food, alcohol, scrolling, money, relationships, and you have worked through it a hundred freaking times. So this client, they, they know that they're sabotaging, right? They're like, I know that this relationship's not good for me. I know that this guy or girl, whatever, is not good for me. I know that binge eating is not what I want to be doing or spending all my money. Like they have that awareness and that's probably what they came to you with. And so you started to set up like plans and goals and you give them tools, limiting belief work, um, visualizations, like getting into the vibe, like all of these sorts of amazing tools that can be very helpful, but they just fall into the same pattern right? Like doesn't matter how excited they get, how many tools, how many strategies, how many freaking apps, reminders, this, that, like 
distractions that you set them up with to do other things. They're just like, I just did it again. I just did it again. So this tells you there's a deeper, 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 deep, much deeper pattern playing out. It's not about the food, right? It's not about the relationship. It's not about the money or scrolling. All of those things are manifestations of a deeper problem. They're just a vehicle for that problem. And so when we start to not start, when we stop looking at a surface level problem as the actual problem, and that doesn't mean we invalidate our clients and be like, look, honey, like binge eating is not really a problem for you. It's this, this, and this. No, of course not. We address that of like, I, I realize this must be really fucking painful for you. And we're going to look at how we can solve that together from a really deep place. But what I want to just show you and explain to you and like just shed some light, like of course we get to shed light on things, is this pattern is probably coming from a much deeper place. And when we can solve that deep root, then the binge eating, you can just let it go. You don't need to discipline yourself or be really hard on yourself or, you know, empty the whole house with chocolate of chocolate because you can't trust yourself. It just won't be a thing. How would that feel for you? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, that feels amazing. (laughs) Right. And that's how we get them on board of like, well, why are we going to put disinfectant on something when it's going to sting? Like, here's why. Because long term, that's going to stop it from festering and changing and morphing into other things that will also be unresourceful. Sign number two, pattern number two, they have an inability to slow down even when it's at the detriment of their health relationships or other areas of their life. This client is the hustler. Yeah, they know how to get shit done. They are high achievers and they can just move through things or they appear to move through things at lightning speed. So it's like something comes up and they're like, yep, I sat with it. It's all good. Moving on. They, you set a goal and they like achieve it times a billion. Yeah, like they have no issues with getting shit done, but they will tend to like achieve things and tick the box without even a moment to celebrate. They won't even be present in what they've done. They don't enjoy what they've done. Nothing is ever, ever enough for them. And what happens when they're in this cycle of like, it's never enough. It's never enough. I need more. I need more. I need more. They have generally coming from an egoic place of conditioning that has been from their parents telling them, unless you achieve something, you are not good. You're not a good girl. You're not a good boy. Yeah. And so they came home and if they had A's on their paper, their parents were happy. If they didn't, they were in trouble. And so they've learned to receive love from being an achiever and for them to slow down. It feels deeply triggering on a lot of shadows playing out that basically tell them they are unlovable if they slow down and they're not going to know that a lot of the time, like consciously, that's not what their mind says. It just says like, keep going. You've got to keep pushing. You've got to do all of these things. And in their body, when they think of slowing down, it feels very, very triggering. Like their body almost goes into more overwhelm from doing nothing. Well, it does go into more overwhelm from doing nothing than it does from working 20 hour days, right? So when they're in this cycle and just obsessed with like achievement success, they tend to really burn out and then they get anxious 
and they get lonely and they probably struggle with their health and relationships. So on paper, they look amazing. Gold stars, all the accolades, all the achievements, looking at other areas of their life, things are breaking down. And this is super unresourceful and it's not going to be sustainable. And this, we see this a lot in society, right? Is like people get into this pattern and then they end up exhausted, burnt out. They get a health condition that actually puts them on their ass and they're unable to function anymore. And then they feel all the guilt and all the shame. And then they're faced with all their shit that comes up because they're not doing anything. And all of their worth is attached to doing and achieving. So person number three, they are completely consumed by what others think of them. And this derails their success. So this client has like big goals. They're like, I want to achieve this and I want to have this relationship and I want to do X, Y, and Z. I want to move states, right? I want to move away from my home and my family and start a business and all of that stuff. And they know to get there, they're going to have to have some big conversations. They're going to have to set boundaries and put themselves first and they're going to have to show up differently. Yet every time they go, you either talk about it or you ask like, why you didn't follow through is they're so consumed with what everyone thinks of them. They're not going to show up on just say they start a business and they've got to show up on Instagram. They're not going to show up on Instagram because they're like, what about my aunt Sally? What's she thinking? Oh my God. Like what if my partner thinks this or my best friend thinks that, or my mum thinks this or my da, da, da. like, they're just like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to have that conversation because I'm really afraid of what this person thinks. And this tells you they need shadow work because they're judging, right? They're projecting their judgments of themselves onto other people. And they are afraid of that because they're making it wrong. And if they can become okay with those judgments and they do the shadow work around it, they're going to stop projecting them outwardly. And they're not going to be derailed by someone else's judgments because what they're going to see is, oh, that's actually for that person. It's not for me. Right. Like I can hold myself. I actually don't think that's a bad thing. I don't need to hide it. I don't need to be afraid of it. I'm just like, cool. And they're going to show up. They're going to go start dating people. They're going to move states. They're going to show up on Instagram or start the business or do the guest speaking or ask to have a promotion, whatever it is. They're going to do that because they're not going to be afraid of what someone else is going to say. They're more concerned with what they think about themselves. You may also notice with this person that they just feel really unable to be themselves and they may say to you like, oh, I just have really surface level friendships. And again, they feel lonely and disconnected. So that's person number three, sign number three, whatever you want to call it. Number four, they are really resistant to change, even though they swear they want it. So this client has signed up for everything. You see them signing up for every freaking coaching program. They've downloaded every freebie, everything. They're like, yep, I've got this goal. I want this goal. And they don't achieve it. And so they sign up for the next thing. Tend to be like grabbing onto things as like, that's the thing that's going to save me. That's the thing that's going to do the thing. So, so because this client seems to know a lot, you may find them actually quite difficult to coach because they're always going to tell you things like, I already know that. <laughs> I already know that. I know that. I know this. I know that. I know I should do that. I know I should do this. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I have told you every fucking play in the rule book, not the rule book, but you know, the play of life that I know, everything that's helped me, everything that's helped other clients, I've used, again, all the questions and they're just like, I know. 
And it's going to be very fucking frustrating around this client because it appears like they w- they're more interested in arguing with, the- arguing with you and rebutting you and debating with you than they are at actually getting to the root of the problem. So what's going to be happening is that this person has a very fucking strong ego and strong mind and an inability to touch the very most vulnerable depths of themselves. And it feels deeply scary for them to actually be like, I know this consciously, but unconsciously and in my body, I don't fucking know anything. Right? Because my life hasn't changed. I haven't done anything differently. So I'm saying I know this. I know the concept. I don't actually know it. And doing shadow work is going to start to reveal the parts of them of why they're so afraid to actually surrender and do the actual work. You're going to be able to meet the parts of them that are so resistant and bring some softness to them. And so this client's like the image I have in my head as I speak about this person is like like a black metal ball with little spikes on it. Like those old school like medieval things that are like <laughs> um, it's like a weapon and you the person like hold on to the black metal handle and then it was on a chain and at the end of it it's like that ball thing. Like that's what they're like. <laughs> it's like fucking Fort Knox trying to get in there. But when you can start to break that up and soften them They're like, cool, like heart opens, ego steps back and they start to feel safe to essentially be wrong. A lot of the time they're afraid of being wrong. There's a lot of patterns playing out in this person. But if you if you find yourself butting heads with someone like that and you just like, oh, they're just not the right client or they're unaligned or they're just too resistant or they're uncoachable. mm, No. Right. Like sometimes. But in general, no. This person needs someone who can hold even bigger, someone who can actually traverse the depths and also call that pattern out. I have had to call out some massive patterns in clients that do this and reflect back to them things I know that they're going to be pissed at me for because they're going to get triggered because they don't want that to be the problem. They want what they're saying to be the problem. And then they want to say, I know to all of your answers. Because that makes them feel safe. And if you call that out and you reflect something else back of like, hey, this is actually what's happening. This is what I see and do the work around it. Like that feels really fucking hard for them. So you've also got to hold yourself in this one (laughs) and trust that even when you're pissing off your client, it's it's for the best. Like as long as it's done from heart and you're not trying to like you know, push their buttons to be, you know, because you're annoyed because they're not moving fast enough. Like, no, that's not that energy. It's like, this is really what I see. Number five, this client struggles to have any self-compassion when they make mistakes and they tend to fall apart or disappear as soon as something doesn't go their way. So we all know this person. High achievers tend to be like this anyway, but it's like they're really hard on themselves. And they will have really like big ups of like, look at everything. Everything's amazing. I'm amazing. I'm so happy. All the high vibe work is working like did it. And then as soon as like, cause life always works in cycles, right? So as soon as that cycle starts to come down and dip down and gets uncomfortable and things don't start going their way, they start to beat themselves up for it. 
and they really start to spiral into a place of thinking they are broken. So what you'll notice with them is that they always want things to be perfect. They strive to be happy 24 seven. They have super unrealistic expectations or standards and they avoid anything that makes them feel uncomfortable and they avoid it because they don't like feeling like a failure. So this person, you'll notice that plays out perfectionism and wanting to be high vibe all the time and afraid to go deep is because they're so afraid that someone's going to think that they're a failure or not good enough because they're a mess or whatever the story is there for them. So when things are spiraling for them, you'll also find like they are nowhere to be seen. <laughs> they are like not in Voxer. They're not really showing up to calls. Like that is like, no, that is like avoidant as fuck. But when things are good, they're like blowing you up. Like I did this and this is amazing and da da da. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so with this, like they've got to do a lot of work and being okay with the shit and learning that it's okay for things to be hard. It's okay to spiral back down into self-doubt and have hard emotions. And all of that is just part of life. It's part of the human experience. And in the society and culture that we live in, this part of life is very much shamed and medicated. And people are told that if you have like down periods and you must be depressed and sad and there's something wrong with you and you need fixing. Whereas what people need in those times, which we all have, is deep love and acceptance. And so shadow work for this person will be one of the most profound things they ever move through because they're going to learn to really deeply see love and accept themselves in all phases And that's going to make their life more fulfilling, more grounded, more present, all of those things. And it's going to be so fucking beautiful, like so beautiful. So let's quickly give you a recap. Number one, self-sabotage patterns around food, alcohol, scrolling, money, relationships, etc. that you've worked through a hundred times. They have an inability, number two, they have an inability to slow down even when it's at the detriment of their health, relationships, or other areas of their life. Number three, they're consumed by what others think of them and this derails their success. Number four, they're really resistant to change even though they swear they want it. And number five, they struggle with any self-compassion when they make mistakes and tend to fall apart or disappear as soon as something doesn't go their way. So if you have clients that are like this, Some of us work with like when I was doing, well, still a lot of my work, especially in the retreat space is all about people who struggle to really like get some fire and get up and go and change patterns in their life. And they're very stuck in dark spaces. But then we have people who are like stuck in a dark space, but pretend they're super light (laughs) and that everything's amazing and everything's perfect. And then they fall apart when that darkness gets too big. And so we we find with shadow work, like we can help people move out of darkness into more light and also keep it balanced. And we can bring people out of their like really big, they're like (laughs) a floodlight. (laughs) Like that's what it feels like. And if you've ever listened to me speak on shadow work, I always say the lighter the light, the darker the shadow. So this person needs to be brought back down and honestly needs to be like one of those yellow lights. It's like, it's okay for the shadowy things, the hard times and all of those things to be there. They are worthy and lovable and you are still worthy and lovable as that. And what's going to happen for that person 
is that they're going to stop being so attached to external validation, to external things happening. And life is going to feel more balanced and easy for them because they're not like, oh, I need to be perfect. And their health gets better. Their relationships get better. Their heart starts to heal. It's really beautiful. And for the people on the other side who are struggling to get things done, it's going to show them like, fuck, I am powerful. I can do hard things. I can feel confident. I can actually feel good. And so you're letting these clients of yours and like I I do like in one-on-one spaces, I work with a very large variety of clients for sure. And some of them I'm doing a lot of what I call golden shadow work where it's like I reflect back their power. I show them they're powerful. I show how fucking beautiful and lovable they are even when they feel like they're falling apart. And I help them start to reclaim that for themselves. And then the other people, it's like, cool, like, let's stop hiding the shit here and making that mean that you are actually broken when you're not. And let's just bring everything back into balance. So with Shadow Alchemy, we are using all of the, pro- like these three, no, sorry, four processes, four processes that I have created that allow you to walk your clients through what they need. So whether they need to do more golden shadow work or dark shadow work, even with belief systems, I do have a belief system process, which makes it a more embodied process. So instead of just doing like the mindset, like write down your beliefs, we actually go into the body and look at where they live, how they're wound around that client's nervous system and how we can actually start to shift that. Because when a client's like, they don't react to the belief system. They actually react to the feeling that that belief system creates in their body. Yeah. And we go a layer deeper of like, what's the shadows attached to this belief system as well. So there will be things that you know the concepts of, and then I'll give you the processes of, okay, how do I actually guide a client through this? And the other piece of shadow alchemy is you guys will also go through these processes. And the reason that I get every single person to go through these processes and do their own work is that the reason you become an amazing coach and facilitator and space holder isn't because of the process. It's because you're a clear container for that client and your self-trust in their journey and in yourself is reflected back to them and starts to build their self-trust. And so they hold themselves in deeper moments when they think that they are unworthy and a mess and not good enough because they've made a mistake, you're holding that pillar and reflecting back to you, um, back to them. No, you're absolutely fucking amazing. Even right now, even in your darkness and your depth. And the reason you say that is not because you think you should, it's because you feel that deep in your soul that even when you're in the same space, that client is, you are still worthy and you are still lovable. And that is the transformation that's needed. It's not about asking the right questions or doing anything like that. Like that's a part of it. But the most important piece of being a shadow work coach is that you reflect pure fucking shadow work back to them. This is the result. This is what compassion and self-love and self-acceptance and self-fulfillment feels like to be in the presence of. And they pick up on that energy and then that translates into their own life because there's no part of your energy that shames them or thinks they're wrong because there's no part of you that you shame or think that you're wrong. So the shadow alchemy processes you get to go through to understand what it's like to go into the darkness, into the depth, into your light and your power, 
right? Depending on where you're at and how to do the same for your clients so you can create bigger transformations and really fucking change their lives. Like really, really, really. And remembering what I said is that even for you, a lot of coaches come to me, oh, I've done all the work and blah, blah, blah. I just can't seem to get my clients to go deeper. And I'm like, you've done like, you've touched the work. Yeah. And so say you haven't done it, but you've touched a certain level and your client is reflecting that level back to you with their results. So for you, it's looking at those blind spots. It's looking at those projections. It's looking at where you're still afraid to go because when you go, they go. The deeper you can go in your work and hold it, the deeper you can hold your client in their work and the deeper their result will go. But if you don't feel safe to look at things or have someone reflect things back to you or anything, like I would just say, don't do shadow work. That's what I would say. Because it's out of integrity. It's not really doing the work. And it's like, if you don't feel comfortable with it, just don't go there. But if you're like, oh, I really want to do that, but I don't feel comfortable with shadow work right now. That's why I created shadow alchemy certification the exact way it is. Because you're going to get bloody comfortable. (laughs) You're going to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. And it's going to be beautiful. All right, beautiful humans. So I hope that you have gotten so much out of this and you're starting to see how those patterns come up in your clients, maybe even how they're coming up in you (laughs) because we often see like our clients are again just reflecting back our own shit to us, which is uncomfortable, but it's okay because they are helping us mirror like, okay, I need to go deeper here. So if you've loved this, please register for Shadow Alchemy certification and get all of the information. See if it's right for you. If you have any questions, you have any concerns, fill out that application, book in a call with me. We can chat. Send me a message on Instagram if you want to chat that way. Totally fine. And if it feels good, jump in. Just jump in. If And usually the feeling people tell me is like, I'm excited and shitting myself at the same time. <laughs> and I say, that is the exact feeling you want. Because it's not meant to feel like a walk in the park. It's meant to feel like it stretches you. But I know that you being stretched is in the service of clients and the transformation and the impact you want to have in this world. So all the links are in the show notes for today's episode. You have a couple of weeks before the doors close. And that's it for today, gorgeous coaches. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.